Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now it's a Tad and Direct show. So this new study says that 99% of donated NFL players' brains have CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, but basically it's brain damage. This is a very serious thing, and I think could mark the end of football, period. I'm not sure if the NFL will ever go away completely. I definitely think they will change the rules over and over and over again until the game's just not as much fun anymore. I think what they should do is they should encourage players to be scrawny. There should be a weight limit. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. 100 pounds or less, you can play football. Can play football. It would still be entertaining because everybody would still be on a level <laughs> playing field. You know? Yeah. Everybody yeah. would still be scrawny. I'm we saying know. find your players at like the chess club or the glee club. <laughs> we have Dr. Jeremy Martin from the Martin Clinic in Duluth on the phone. Doctor, is there anything that's going to save the NFL? Is there anything they can do differently to, to make it safer? When you have a head trauma, the electrical activity of the brain can change. Usually it'll drop in the areas where there's been trauma. So what the NFL could do or even little leagues could do is require these uh, brain maps preseason and postseason because right now, you know, the standard of care is let's wait until you're deceased and we can tell you if you have a problem. That really doesn't work out very well. Dr. Martin, when you say you guys do the EEG and it measures the electrical patterns in the brain, and if you have a head trauma, it gets reworked, what does that mean mentally and behaviorally? You may have heard the term executive function before, but that's, that's your ability to learn and communicate and understand and remember. And so when we have head traumas, very often we'll lose the electrical activity of certain areas of the brain, especially in the front and the side. And when that occurs, uh, it impacts our ability to operate at higher levels or it, it affects our executive function. You notice all these NFL players with, you know, murder. Aaron Hernandez comes to mind. O.J. Simpson, sure. maybe, though, allegedly sure. and was acquitted. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that could be because of the sport? I have literally no doubt that there is a wow. causative factor. If you look at even the criminal population right now in jails, I've, I've had talks with with several of the psychologists and psychiatrists that deal with the folks in jail. Most of them, there's a history of a head trauma. Most of them, there's been something that's happened uh, traumatic, whether physical or mental, uh, in their life. And that affects your frontal lobe, and your frontal lobe affects your decisions. All right. The biggest question remains, is football safe for kids to play? And if not, are there any sports that are safe? We'll ask Dr. Jeremy Martin those questions coming up. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now Tad and Drex Show. We're talking to Dr. Jeremy Martin. He's on the phone. He deals with brain injuries at the Martin Clinic in Duluth. And we're talking to him because we found this study you might have heard about over the last couple of days. Very concerning. 99% of football players were found to have serious brain injuries. Dr. Martin, I have, I just got a text message from a friend of mine. She's 42 years old. She has a 9-year-old son. And she just texted me. Is it safe for my son, CJ, to play football in junior high and high school? What a loaded question, you know. Uh, love football, love sports. I have kids. Uh, my son will not play football. Um, I have a lot of friends that disagree and get angry. 
but I'll tell you something scary, and I don't know if you guys know this. One of the top ways that people are getting uh, concussions and head traumas now is this competition cheerleading. Oh, yeah. Uh, these girls are, are really getting hurt from the falls when they're they're dropping them and also when they're coming down the elbows and the mm-hmm. knees to the head. What are some other sports that you would not let your kid do or activities you'd not let your kid do? You know, anything, if you just try to be sensible if you can. And when we play sports, I think it's so hard to be sensible because emotion comes in. But, you know, football and rugby and, and boxing, I, just not going to happen. I, I think... Baseball and uh, golf and tennis, you know, I, I think it's the way to go with your child. Nice. Good call. Drex just got a oh big smile God. across yeah, his face. <laughs> and, and don't you recommend that he use a cart and drink a lot on the course? <laughs> well, kidding. you know, I, I don't want to say I don't think uh, that, that may not be the best bet. Oh, no. Doc, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that clip you just said. I'm going to isolate right. that and send it gotcha. to my wife and say, hey, look, because we have a four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. <laughs> hey, Doc says yes, our daughter's got to play golf and I'll tennis. Oh, oh, no, dude. No, 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 this is wonderful. No Dr. Jeremy Martin from the Martin Clinic in Duluth, thank you so much for enlightening us on this. This has been just absolutely fantastic. Very welcome. Thanks for having me.